0: back. Happy New Year from The Four Elements. Um, 2022 is here, uh, which means even more episodes and content from The Four Elements. Uh, We're going to be finishing off our Water Tribe Quadrant by the end of January. Then we'll be taking a quick break and we'll be starting our Earth Kingdom Quadrant in March. So we have been producing a lot of great episodes. It's been a really fun time. So, just to think that, you know, it's 2022 now, we've really made it a very, very, very far, and um, we're really excited to keep recording this amazing content. It's really fun stuff to make. So, in this episode, we're going to be starting a new type of episode. It's kind of ironic, because it's like new year, new type of episode. We're going to be doing you know, avatar breakdowns. So we're going to be doing avatar breakdowns for each nation, for every avatar that is known from that nation. So in this case, our first avatar that we're going to be breaking down in this episode is going to be Karuk, because we're doing our Water Tribe Quadrant. So we're going to be breaking down uh, Avatar Karuk today. So let's just jump right into it. All right. When Avatar Karuk was born, The human world was harmonious and peaceful due to Avatar Yang Chen's hard work and good reputation with the humans. Due to these circumstances, Karuk was an arrogant, laid-back, but powerful Avatar.
1: A lot of people thought that he was a lazy Avatar, and that was seemingly true for the early years of Karuk's life. However, as Karuk got older, he discovered that Avatar Yang Chen had left a chaotic, angry spirit world in her wake and that there were certain places in the human world where dark spirits were starting to emerge from.
0: In these times, Karuk had great I- allies, including Kelsang, Jianzhu, and Anheiron, and Nyethia. They gave him advice, helped him with his avatar duties. Little did they know that Karuk was secretly destroying dark spirits around the clock. It started with the fact that Karuk's girlfriend was captured by Ko the Face Stealer, which was the reason why Karuk started hunting down dark spirits, but it started to become an obsession.
1: On his adventures, Karuk made enemies with dark spirits like Father Glowworm and Ko, the Dealer, both of which he failed to destroy. Due to Karuk's inability to destroy these spirits, those same spirits continue to harm and destroy humans as seen in The Rise of Kyoshi, The Seizure of the North, Part 1, from Avatar The Last Airbender and the search from the comic series of Avatar The Last Airbender. Karuk's intentions were amazing, but due to his actions, he only further frustrated the spirit world for centuries to come.
0: However, angry spirits weren't the only consequences of Karuk's good intentions. Every time Karuk destroyed a dark spirit, his own spirit became darker and darker, and resulted in physical consequences as well. In the end, Karuk died at the ripe old age of 33. So that is our more straightforward breakdown of Karuk as an Avatar. Um, In our next segment, we will be doing a few discussion questions about, you know, kind of tiny theories about what the Avatar world would be like if Karuk's actions had been different. So we'll be right back on the four elements. hello welcome back to the four elements in this segment we, we will be doing some more open-ended discussions about uh, avatar karuk his intentions all of those kinds of things so our first question our first discussion question in this segment is what do we think of karuk's intentions were they good bad or both so for me personally I definitely think that Kuruk's intentions were definitely very good. He just like he just he kind of just wanted to you know help 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 the world of Avatar. He wanted to stop dark spirits from hurting humans. So like the intentions were pretty good, but like there really wasn't that much wit in his decisions like oh i'm just gonna destroy these spirits and they they won't come back at all they won't hurt anyone because of that so i think his intentions were okay they were good he wanted to help but i just think i just think it it really didn't have a good impact like like we talked about just a little bit in the last segment what do you think of that father balrog
1: yeah, it's not that his intentions were bad, it's just that mm, they just sort of caused bad things. If he didn't mean to cause them, he just wasn't very well-educated on what to do in that sort of circumstance, I guess.
0: Yeah, he needed, like, some sort of... I would say Kuruk needed some sort of spiritual expert to, like, walk him through what to do. Um, Obviously, it, seemingly, like, Yang Chen would be like, a spiritual expert, but she was just as, like, seemingly, from the comics and from some media that we have, she was, like, just as bad as fighting dark spirits as Karuk was, because she fought the spirits unrelentingly, but she still, she she kept the human world in check, but I, I just didn't, I think it was kind of surprising, as an air nomad herself, she didn't, she didn't really, she didn't really believe that spirits are to be like bargained with like Aang kind of handles things she's like the more like tough and like real world type of air nomad in the world of Avatar so like seemingly like her intentions were good it's it's kind of the same thing with Avatar Yang Chen so that's we both of us kind of agree that his intentions were good but they caused a lot of bad things to happen and you know I think as more avatar media starts to come up there they might even reveal even more about the spirit world and spirits that were angry because of karuk because i think there's a lot of uncharted territory here we don't know we only listed like we only know two listed spirits that karuk like majorly fought with we know who fought with dark spirits in general but there's a lot of uncharted territory so we still we're still learning in the world of avatar like the consequences of karuk's actions even if his intentions were good Okay, so our next discussion question is, how did Karuk's actions affect the human and spirit realms for centuries to come? What are some aspects of the Avatar verse that were created because of Karuk? So, honestly, I think this is, like, a really big, like, topic to discuss because, There is a lot of different things going on with spirits in the world of Avatar. You have the good spirits, but then we see, and sometimes good spirits can turn into evil, dark spirits. And then we see a lot of times certain things can trigger spirits. And there's, like, a lot of different weird chemistry between spirits and humans. Honestly, I think because of how how Karuk didn't even think of just trying to, like, maybe, like, half-fight, half-bargain with spirits... He didn't even think of that. So, I think that without... I think that without... If Karuk had not, like, fought spirits like Father Glow Warm or Ko the Face Stealer... You know, there's... In the comic series The Search, they meet the Mother of Faces, which is the mother of Ko. I think that possibly the Mother of Faces would probably not exist or the mother of faces would be just like ko if karuk had not hunted down ko because she saw how karuk hunted down ko her her son basically and so she that's without that to happen she probably even wouldn't understand humans as well as she thinks she wouldn't have any examples to draw okay this is what a human would do to a spirit so i think um the mother of faces from the Search comic series would be a lot different. Um, Firelord Balrog, do you have any other things that, you know, aspects of the Avatar verse that would not exist without Karuk's actions?
1: Yes, I believe. Um, I feel like a lot of the time he's just causing a lot of trouble with the spirits and not calming down or making them calm down. He just keeps on, like, fighting with them, like Young Chen, like you said, which is just going to anger them more, and it's going to make it even harder for the next Avatar, as we see for Kyoshi, kind of.
0: Yeah. So, again, yes, yes, you just brought up an amazing, like, just topic, how, like, how this affects Kyoshi and Upcoming questions, we'll be discussing, like, the avatars that come after Kuruk a little bit. But I really think that Kiyoshi would be a much different type of avatar if Kuruk had not hunted down spirits. I think if he had bargained with spirits, which is unlikely, you know, we know his personality, we know what he did. But we're just saying, like, I think Kiyoshi would be a much less brutal avatar if Kuruk had not hunted down certain spirits like with so such unrelenting force so i think if karuk had not hunted down so many spirits the spirits wouldn't have been as angry so that means when kiyoshi is born an avatar she doesn't look back and say like oh karuk is such a bad guy if she looks back and see that karuk is such a good guy that was that would probably inspire her to be more peaceful with spirits and more peaceful in general so i think there's a lot of like chain reactions that would happen if like Karuk had not hunted down all those spirits, right? Kyoshi would be a much different avatar if Karuk, you know, had not hunted down spirits. Um I also think there's like a more a more large scale impact that Karuk had when he hunted down all those spirits. Um there's a lot of different ways that like humans think of spirits when when in terms of avatar and we know that certain humans don't like certain spirits and father Balrog, do you have any like thoughts about how this could have if crew hadn't hunted down spirits how would that affect the world while like higher scale and how would that affect how humans react with spirits um well first of all the spirits would calm down there'd be
1: less um i guess you could call it terrorism towards humans from this um, from angered spirits. Um, otherwise than that, I don't, I'm not very sure myself.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty big, it's, this is honestly uh, a, pr- a pretty big thing. Cause you know, we have humans are like, I feel like these days, I mean, in the world of Avatar, I say these days, uh, the humans, when they see a dark spirit, like their first instinct is to just like attack it, attack it, attack it, attack it, attack it. So, I think that if Karuk had not, like, attacked it and was like, oh, this avatar did it, then it's okay to just, like, attack spirits on the first glance. I think that that would, yeah, like you said, that definitely would have changed how spirits got angry at humans and how humans fought back and how, generally, how humans interacted with spirits. So, let's move on to our next discussion question. I know it seems like there's a lot of them. We only have, like, two or three left. Our next question is, how was Kiyoshi affected by Karuk's actions, personality, and avatarhood? We already just talked about that a little bit in the last question, but in this question, we're going to be diving more deep into how all of this actually affected Kiyoshi. Fowler Balrog, why don't you start off with what you think, diving deeper, what do you think, how would the psychology of Kiyoshi work, all of that? How would that work if Karuk had not been such a, like, such... Uh, unpopular avatar by angering all those spirits.
1: Well, I want to start with Father um, uh, Glowworm, and the, in the beginning of Kyoshi's life, after she realized she was the avatar, he caused a lot of havoc, like kidnapping, killing. Well, she thought he killed Yoon, and also um, Jianju and so that caused a lot of havoc for her early avatarhood.
0: Yes, there were a lot of points where, you know, like, people who are really bad guys like Jianju, they, I feel like Jianju would have been so much less sinister if Karu had just been a really good avatar, because then Jianju, oh my god, this is so much bigger too, because then if Karu cannot hunt down spirits and died at the young age of 33, then Jianju would not have had to step in and he wouldn't have had to help Kiyoshi help Yoon, help Yoon as the fake avatar to begin his avatar training. He wouldn't have to do all that. And guess what that would mean? That would mean that Kiyoshi wouldn't even react with Jianju in the Kiyoshi novels at all. So if any of you have read the Kiyoshi novels, you should read them right now. But if those folks out there who have read the Kiyoshi novels, you guys know what I'm talking about. So I think this would have impacted Kiyoshi so much, because if Kuruk had just lived longer, then Jianju would have not needed to step in, and Kiyoshi would have not realized that he was, like, a really bad guy, and that he was just power-hungry. So, um, I think there's a lot of things that would affect Kiyoshi's psychology, uh, Kiyoshi's avatarhood, Kiyoshi's childhood. You know, Kiyoshi, as a child, you know, she was orphaned, and that's that was because mainly because uh, there was like a lot of violence and crime going on at the time in between the era of Karuk and the era of Kyoshi. So, Fire Lord Balrog, uh, at the as we're ending off on this question, what do you think? What do you think? How do you think all of the violence and the fighting and the crime in between the era of Karuk and the area era of Kyoshi would have gone if Karuk had not died at the young age of
1: thirty three? Um, there'd be less definitely less um crime. And I feel like, um, also one of the reasons why Yoon was chosen at the Avatar even though he wasn't, was because I think it says that the Earthbender Masters and Kings and Queens or whatever, um, were hurrying and trying to find the next avatar because are so many bandits and, you know, just like Causing havoc, which you know, they used havoc a lot in this segment.
0: Yeah, um, uh, so. have a have a havoc. It. It's like it's like honor, 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 except have a ha- havoc, yeah. have a havoc, have a havoc. I like it. I like that's like that's like your keyword now. Everyone needs a keyword. But yes, I agree with you. It would definitely be less violence in between the two eras. I think people would have less reason to act up, and there would be less reason for crime to increase because. They, if Karuk had lived longer, if he had not hunted out spirits, then the world would still have its avatar, and the world would not have this huge gap in between the era of Karuk and the era of Kyoshi. So I think a lot of avatar world building would be affected if Karuk could just live lo- longer. You know, if, if it would affect Kyoshi a lot, if Kyoshi would not need to fight as much crime. Like half of the rise of Kyoshi is just like her fighting crime, getting involved in crime, all of this stuff about crime in the world of Avatar. So all of that would have been erased if Karuka just lived longer and the world would have its Avatar, it would have more peace if had made had made better decisions. So that's the end of this discussion question. We're moving on to our second to last question. What are some of Kuruca's personality traits that we see in Kyoshi, Roku, and even Aang? Um, Fire Lord you can start off on this one.
1: Well, you definitely see his happy-go-lucky um, feeling in Aang, where he's just goofing around all the time. But I think it says that Karrouk does, does that quite a lot during his time as Avatar.
0: Yes. Yes, I think... I feel like as Avatar fans, sometimes we think, oh, the only reason Aang is like so goofy in the beginning of Book 1, even in the late Book 1 sometimes, is just because he's he's like a kid. But the thing is... You know, not all kids are goofy, right? And um, I think that that's a very good speculation. Like Karuk was so like happy as we said in his early childhood. He was always playing around. He wasn't he, he didn't care about as much as as his duties. There's a lot of parallels in between karuk and ang in terms of how 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 they deal with trouble how they deal with work how they deal with their avatar hood especially early on in their childhood they both are really when it came to their childhood they were really relaxed about their avatar hood they were like yeah you know, it's just this is something i don't have to worry about that as much but yeah that's a that's a great connection fire lord Ball, really. that's a great connection that i think would help us better understand like we're, we're start learning how to better understand the avatar cycle and all of the cool phenomenon with the avatar and the reincarnations there's you know there's a lot of uncharted territory there's a lot of blank spaces here when the avatar cycle like how many avatars were there there's like a whole bunch of speculation about that and when we like really look deep and we think oh aang and karuk were pretty similar they both played around, and they weren't, they didn't care about their avatarhood as much in their childhood, yeah, it's a parallel, right, so I think that's a great connection, um, what about in terms of Roku, I would say, in, in terms of Roku, we would see both, I mean, Roku, just saying, even Roku and Karuk, they don't actually have a whole bunch in common, but if I had to choose one thing, I would say that both Roku and Karuk love like love just conquering evil. They love helping people, um, like especially even if Karuk's intentions were good but his his actions were that. I mean also Roku. He he his intentions were good, but he didn't stop Sozin. So just like just like Karuk couldn't stop the spirits, Roku couldn't stop Sozin. So their mistakes, their um desire to fight their desire to help people even even when they don't think it's the best i think that's a big parallel in between roku and karuk
1: so yeah Um, yeah um, i would also like to say um that yoshi and roku are very very the serious type and we also know that um karuk's personality is much graver as he fights more and more um spirits And his mental health starts to deteriorate. And I'm wondering if his mental illness also seeps into Kiyoshi and Roku's lives. Yes.
0: Yes. Especially with Kiyoshi. I feel like Kiyoshi just could have used some good old errant nomad meditation. But I definitely think that his troubles and like his mental health and all of that stuff that that would definitely leak into kiyoshi and roku making them you know we know kiyoshi is a very like rugged avatar she is completely willing to kill anybody for for any reason so i think that i really think that's also some great parallels that's some great parallels they all they all connect in terms of how they deal with mental health and how they deal with You know injustice and how they deal with violence so i think that's a great connection so we've pretty much covered everything for this question let's move on to our very last one what do we think the avatars i mean what what do we think the avatar verse would be like if karuk never hunted down spirits firelord balrog you can start off on this one
1: um well avatars Kyoshi, roku and aang would be less closed off from the spirit world They probably have a better connection and probably wander into them more often than they did, without feeling like a bunch of angry spirits are gonna hunt them down. I guess, sort of feeling because I feel like they all are kind of like wary around spirits. Like they're not completely comfortable about around them.
0: Yes, yes. Like like we said before, like humans and spirits, they have a lot of tension. Like, even all of the media, even in the comics, even in Korra, humans and spirits, good or dark, they still have a lot of tension. I mean, we're not, right now, we're, we're excluding the Air Nomads, because the Air Nomads are the most connected to the spirits. But all of the other nations, mostly, are not as connected to the spirits, I think, after Karuk's Avatar Hood and after all of that happened. So there's a lot of different conflict and changes that would have happened if Karut had not hunted down spirits. Uh, So much tension would have been taken away probably in between the humans and spirits. If, you know, this big avatar, all the symbolism would have just like handled spirits peacefully. I think a lot of other people would have followed suit. But unfortunately, that's not what happened. So, but I'm just not saying, I'm not saying the avatar verse is terrible. I'm just saying that there's a, it's good that there's a lot of different flaws, just like the real world. So, with that said, that ends off all of our closing discussions. Um, this has been a really fun episode to record. Um, it's been, we're really looking forward to jumping into our um, Earth Quadrant in about a month. So, with that said, uh, Happy New Year's, everybody. I'm Mr. Boomerang. again happy new year's we hope you enjoyed this episode the next episode before we do our water tribe avatar breakdown with Korra, uh we will be taking a quick detour and we'll be doing an episode called water tribe animals and biomes um we're really excited for that to come out we're really excited to make that so just stay tuned that'll come out soon and see ya bye